Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 17, Chapter 194. Philip restores Mark Antonio Maffa to health when he was dangerously ill. Mark Antonio Maffa was a man whose life was well known and much loved because of his integrity and practical skills. On the 5th of August, that same year, 1595, he began to suffer great pains in his loins, deriving from kidney stones. At night, the pain increased so much that he was brought to the pitch that he could not sleep at all, no, not so much as a wink. No remedies did him any good, and the usual treatment of emetics or heating, which are applied to those suffering from this complaint, were of no benefit and did not help at all. Exhausted by the intensity of his pain, his strength drained. He went to bed after midnight, having tried all medical skill in vain, and begged the help of Blessed Philip, in whom alone he placed all his hope of recovery. With no delay, he applied himself to his prayers. He fell at once into a light and soothing sleep. He slept for an hour, and when he awoke, the stone, which was larger than a bean, had been expelled. It was slightly larger than another one that had been voided previously. Maffa was impressed at so swift an outcome, and his admiration was the greater, because when he had previously suffered from a kidney stone, despite the fact that it was smaller than his present one, it had caused him excruciating pain for two days after it had emerged from his kidney and descended into the bladder. It had made his urine hot and acrid, and the bladder inflamed, until at last, after two or three days, it emerged. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Galonio is writing this account a few years after St. Philip died in order to promote his cause of canonization, to try to persuade people that St. Philip is a modern-day saint, a saint like they had read about in the early church or in the Middle Ages. But Galonio also wants to show people that St. Philip is another Christ. He wants to show people that the priesthood of Christ continues in the church through priests, 
especially saintly priests like St. Philip. And there's something quite interesting about the last couple nights of readings. Two nights ago, we read about a man who was suffering, who had a miracle, and three friends came and they kind of disputed with him. And it seemed to be an allusion in a way to the book of Job, whose three friends came and disputed with him. And Job is the great figure in the Old Testament who more or less comes back to life from death. Everything is restored even greater than before. Prefiguration of the resurrection of Christ. And yesterday we read about a priest who couldn't even lift up his arms to say mass hardly. He couldn't vest himself. His arms were having so much pain. He couldn't even scratch his head. And through the intercession of St. Philip and the drinking of a concoction made of water in St. Philip's hair, the man was restored. His arms were able to be lifted up again. And the arms of a priest stretched out at Mass are meant to remind us of the arms of Christ on the cross. Because it's in the Mass that we make present Christ's resurrection. But they also remind us of the returning to life of Christ, of his resurrection of his lifting up of his arms and blessing his apostles before he ascended into heaven. And so the resurrection was there the last two nights through this allusion to Job and through the allusion to the arms of a priest, to the arms of Christ brought back from inactivity. And tonight we hear what seems to be no obvious connection to the resurrection, rather earthy reading about kidney stones and bladder problems and urine problems. Well, one thing it's telling us is that the body matters. The body matters to St. Philip in heaven so much that he cares for his friend's bodily pains. But also this strange reference to a stone, to the stones has to bring our minds back in a way to the stone that was rolled in front of Christ's tomb. When he rose from the dead, he could pass through that stone wall and the angels then rolled back the stone so that the apostles and Mary Magdalene could go into the tomb and find it empty. The empty tomb, the rolled back stone who will roll back this stone for us? The women asked as they were going. They were so much in love with Christ, so much desirous of serving him, they didn't even think about that practical problem. And tonight, who will take away this stone from Mark Antonio Maffa, his kidney stone? Well, the Lord, with the help of the prayers of St. Philip. And so tonight, let us beg the Lord to give us a share, a greater share in the new life of Christ. Christ rose from the dead so that we could live forever, so that we could live no longer for ourselves, but for him who died and rose for us. We live with all kinds of troubles, arm troubles, kidney troubles, interior troubles, troubles from friends outside, disagreeable situations. 
but Christ has died and Christ is risen and evil in the end has been conquered. For Christ is risen and sits at the right hand of the Father and he sent us the Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.